other side of midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. Well, good news. The weekend is finally here. Didn't it feel like it might never get here? And it's Friday, TGIF. Thank God it's Frank. Thank God it's Friday. That means in our first hour, we're going to do Ask Frank Anything. So whatever you have questions about, now is the time to start queuing up at 1-800-848-WABC. That's 1-800-848-9222. And whoever comes up with the best questions, as judged by Ryan, who is sitting in for Kenneth today, and as judged by Matt Blaze and Alex Barnard, will get uh, some sort of a prize. Although I have to tell you, Alex Barnard may be a bit distracted this hour because right now he is heavily immersed in show prep because just four hours from now, for the first time as I understand it, he is going to be anchoring the WABC early news. I'm sure he's going to do very well, but I'm mentioning it to make a plea for you to listen. Now, I know there's two types of people in this audience. Those of you that really like Alex Barnard and those of you that aren't too crazy about him. Maybe his style of music isn't your thing. Maybe his calling Herschel Walker an idiot isn't your thing. Whatever the case may be. If you are a fan of Alex Barnard, you absolutely have to listen to the WABC Early News streaming, ideally, because they pay very close attention to the streaming numbers. So if they see there's a big uptick when Alex Barnard hosts, then that could mean very big things for his future. So call all your in-laws, all your outlaws, and get them to turn on the app or go to WABCRadio.com and stream the WABC early news from 5 to 6. If you don't like Alex Barnard, it's even more important that you listen because if Alex shows a big pop, If he gets a big tune-in, if he shows big numbers, then they may promote him to something else. Maybe he'll be doing the news in a long-form manner on a big station somewhere or for us and uh, on another day part. And this could be your ticket to getting him off of our show. You won't hear the uh, live stream crimes or anything like that anymore. So whether you like Alex Barnard or whether you don't like Alex Barnard, the best thing that you can do is tune in from 5 to 6 on the WABC Early News. Let the questions begin. Let them be creative. Let them be thoughtful. Let them be interesting. And please get to your question right away. Two open lines now at 800-848-9222. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Morano. What a scene it was at City Hall here in New York yesterday. They were holding hearings on Intro 632, which is Councilmember Keith Powers' legislation to, as I understand it, prohibit discrimination when it comes to renting or housing to someone that might have a criminal history. As I understand this particular legislation, you would not be able to do a criminal background check and hold someone's criminal history against them when you're making a decision about whether to rent them an apartment or not. Not surprisingly, a lot of people are opposed to this. Some of the people that uh, testified in opposition to this proposal happen to be Asian American. What I want you to hear right now is some vile 
racism from a gentleman who was testifying in support of this bill at the hearing yesterday who followed the testimony of some Asian folks and he said they're not New Yorkers, they follow black people around stores, they don't belong. Well, I don't want to paraphrase. Listen for yourself. This is not about felonies. It's about race. It's about black people. You see them Asian people that I just was talking? I live in Rico Park now. That is the racistest neighborhood I've ever been in. And there's nothing but Asians in there. If you go in the store, they will follow you around like you're getting ready to steal something. So that garbage that they was talking up here, because that's all it was, was garbage. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't want black people to live in black people's neighborhood. Because it's not their neighborhood. Because they from China, Hong Kong. We from New York. This bill, this bill is got. That went on. At City Hall yesterday. Now, it's free speech. People are entitled to free speech, even if it's vile. But that testimony went completely unchecked by any council member at the hearing yesterday. Yet council member Nantasha Williams, running the show, said she was triggered when someone referred to a murderer who carved his initials into victims' back as a monster. She was triggered by that, but not the racism you just heard. If this guy from Vocal New York knew anything about where he lives, he would know the Chinese used to farm that land in the 1800s and used Queens Boulevard as the main roadway into Manhattan as they brought their food to Chinatown. Now, I'm not holding the city council members responsible for what this lunatic said, but two things. One, I think it says a lot about this particular legislation, that this racist was so motivated he came all the way down to City Hall to testify in favor of it. And two, how can not one city council member say anything doesn't have to you don't have to get up and shout just say that kind of rhetoric that kind of hate that kind of racism has no place in the halls of government and yet they were all silent beam me up to be continued the other side of midnight local spotlight Time again for what might be our most popular segment of the show. We have some more tickets to give away. I think this is our final day of giving away tickets to the Big Apple Circus, which is celebrating its 45th anniversary season. It's starring Nick Walenda. It's got a lot of other great folks as well. Comic Daredevil Johnny Rocket, the Kirikou Brothers, aerialist Alan Silva, a trapeze artist, all sorts of interesting things. We're going to give you a family four-pack to the Big Apple Circus, and you're going to get to enjoy it right here in Manhattan. And if you are the seventh caller, you can claim your family four-pack right now. Just call 800-848-WABC. That's 800-848-9222. And uh, Ryan will take your name, and he will give you this family four-pack of tickets. Let me tell you about a pretty routine candidate dispute in New Jersey, which became kind of silly. A Trenton candidate is asking a judge to strike another candidate's use of a Hispanic name from the ballot. This is not terribly unusual. Damian Malavi claims that Jenna Figueroa Kettenberg is trying to appeal to Hispanic voters, which make up two-thirds of the South Ward in Trenton. Now, this goes on all the time. I've seen it with candidates that I've supported. I've seen it with candidates that I've opposed. But this is what was interesting. I learned this in the New Jersey Globe from David Wildstein, who's an occasional guest on this show. The New Jersey courts have established a precedent to allow women 
to use the name of their choice. From 1999 to 2012, a woman served as an associate justice of the New Jersey Supreme Court under the name Virginia Long, even though she was legally registered to vote under the name Virginia Long Wiener. I'm not making this up. Only in New Jersey, folks. Only in New Jersey. So I don't know what's going to happen with this case. The judge asked for a certification from one of the candidates, Figueroa Kettenberg, but it's unlikely that this is going to put a stop to the vote, which is scheduled for December 13th. It's a runoff, and vote-by-mail ballots have been out since last week. We'll see what happens. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. One more hour to go, and then... We can start our weekend. At least I can. We have been hearing more and more about the push, the renewed push for reparations. And very interesting. I must say I was a little surprised by this, but not terribly surprised by this. Yesterday, Mayor Eric Adams expressed his support for an effort in Albany to lay the groundwork for black New Yorkers to receive reparations for slavery, saying specific attention should be paid to still existing companies that benefited from slave labor. He said, quote, we need to zero in on some of those corporations and companies that the foundation of their wealth came from slavery. He didn't name names. And he said this is long overdue and something I supported for many years. Uh, These comments come amidst this uh, push for legislation that would create a reparation study commission here in New York, similar to what they established in California two years ago. I have to tell you, I think this is a terrible idea. I think the idea of reparations is a poor one. I don't love the idea of punishing people who are alive today because their ancestors, or in this case, people that happen to work at the same company that these people work at now, 150 years ago, were involved in the slave trade. And by the same token, I don't think you should benefit if you were never enslaved. I mean, if we're talking about giving reparations to people that were actual slaves once they're freed or their direct immediate descendants. Okay, I I can get behind that. I can understand that. But you're going back 150 years. At some point, you've got to be accountable for your own actions. And what's worse, I think this would only serve to divide New Yorkers. There are already so many racial tensions among Asians, among blacks, among whites, Hispanics, Jews, you name it. As you heard in that clip that I played earlier from City Hall yesterday, my concern is that this would lead to even more acrimony and even more tensions between races. And I don't think that would serve anyone well. And I think Eric Adams actually knows this. I think Eric Adams is doing this because he's been criticized by many on the hard left for some of the things that he's been saying on crime. And this is his way of throwing a bone to the left wing of his party who have been increasingly critical of what he's trying to do in terms of committing the mentally ill involuntarily and uh, push for a change to the bail reform laws and things of that nature. So I think this is what you're seeing here. This is a way for him to score some cheap points with the left wing, even though I doubt that this is much of a priority for him. Beam me up. To be continued. 
This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 